This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, well, we can just do a quickie. That's fine. It'd be nice, man. It has uh, not had a quickie in a while, Steve. It's been, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome <laughs> Ted Smith and Steve Mix. You are now entering the Megacast. Ted. Ted, I don't know what's wrong with my microphones. Do you get both? I got you in both ears. See, I got music in both ears. I only plug got it, unplug it your headphones and plug them back in. Jerk it in. Yeah, All put right. them in there tough. All right, let me plug on it. Yeah. Hello, hello. No, no. No, nothing. I, I wonder if I hit that one button twice. Yep, yep, maybe. Hello, hello. No. It's so weird. Now we're just testing the board. Sounds great over here. Yeah. People, I can hear it like people can hear it, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? We got to do what we did last time. Can you plug me in over there? Yeah, sure. Right, oh. Now, now, oh, yeah. Oh, I thought I was plugging. Oh, you can plug me into that one right there. Yeah, just grab it. Yank it. Who's in charge of this can, quickie? Can you jerk it in? Uh, I got to give you some volume. Turn the headphones up. Oh, dude, yeah, a little bit more. Turn my headphones up. Yeah. All right. Perfect. I think I keep my headphones at the lowest level of anybody at work. Oh, I bet. Uh, I bet mine's above average, meaning that I'm pretty deaf. I don't think I'm at Miles Montgomery or, or Thrill level yet. All right, so they're super loud. VD's is loud. Mike even keeps his a lot louder than mine. So you you have a, yours a, like a, a compare since we're using the same headphone ports. Like, what are you at number wise? Or if there, I don't even know if there's like a percentage or number on that one. I mean, I'll put it to you this way: halfway mark is that microphone. Yeah, I'm. A, let's let's use this microphone. I'm over here. You're right here. Oh, okay. So but I'm like, a little. Yeah, like I mean, louder. some people walk into the studio and put on my headphones. They're like, dude, are yours even on? Yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> I know. It's not like I have super hearing. I'm just like, I just always kept them low. Zen master. The Zen master. <laughs> that's just Zen. He's he's got some like you know incense burning. Well, I could tell when. Uh, oh, it's blanking me right now. What's it? The show after the show. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the podcast of all the, the gang on our pod, on our show minus me and BJ. Correct. So I don't know who sits in my chair, but like when they do it in there, like I I'll, think it's Danny. All right, yeah, I'll come in sometimes and I'll just plug in and there'll all be audio and I'm like, oh my god, yeah, what in the hell. I'm pretty sure it's Danny. I, and I remember that back at the old building because now at this building that we've been in for several years, but you the, you guys have your own studio and we have our own studio. Which oh is yeah. Funny. So you have like your one that you do your show from, which is our production room. Correct. During our show, and then we do our show from what is your production room. Yeah. So it's kind of funny. But back in the day, we used to use the exact same room, and I shared the same spot as Miles Montgomery. Oh yeah. And I would plug in in the morning. I would. It got to the point where I was always blowing my ears out, and then I remember I put it on, and I what the f. So like I, I I started like training my brain. Like the minute I walk in and I get near that jack, I just turn it all the way down and then work my way back up. Yeah, you have to. Those guys blare it. I don't even know how that guy hears. <laughs> like outside of like having those headphones on, it's it's insane. 
They need like what's it like uh, iPhones or the, the the Beats headphones. Or, well, I think the iPhone has like a thing where it says your your headphone volume is at a uh, a dangerous level. All right. Oh yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I never have gotten that thankfully. So I'm, I'm doing I all think, right. I think I've only gotten it on my old phone when I used to connect to my Yui Boom. Oh okay. And it was like you're on a, and it's like, dude, I'm not wearing headphones. Yeah, Yui Boom. <laughs> I'm still in the world here. What I'm doing. <laughs> How are you doing, man? Good, good. Yeah. I was going to say, uh, you know, just doing Wednesday morning, driving around in the pissing rain. <laughs> oh, my gosh, dude. This mo- it, it was, I was out running errands at like 8 a.m. this morning. It was dumping. Dude, in the morning, I, we've been so spoiled because, you know, the weather's been good. So, like, taking our dog, now dogs, out potty in the morning, Lulu's blind. So when now when it's raining and she goes out there, it's just like she doesn't know what the hell to do. She's like, where am I? How do I get away from this stuff that just keeps hitting me? She can't find those sweet spots where she could go piss like that aren't. Oh, yeah. She's just stepping in giant puddles. Just, uh, it's just like, thankfully, we have that fake grass in the back. So it doesn't oh, just get nice. muddy. But like this morning, it's dumping. And she keeps doing that, like driving her face into the turf and like sliding her face around it. I'm like, what? do you think this is fun? Do you think it's snow? Because she does that when it snows. Well, and honestly, I have yet to meet a small dog who is just like, I'm out on the rain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. all hate it. Yeah, dude, it's 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 nuts. And then we get the now we get the puppy, the the DJ Strawberry Head. DJ Strawberry Head does not give an ass. DJ Strawberry Head is a massive pain in our ass. Yeah, dude. those those dogs are so cute, but they are a lot, dude. I wonder how many people have like. <laughs> we're getting along, but my wife and I are definitely like. On edge at all times. And thankfully, we haven't taken it out on each other. But I thought about this because I'm like, there's been a couple of times where I just was like, I almost just said, her to her, like, I'll half off. Because it's like, I'm just so mad at the dog, even though my wife has done nothing wrong. Like, I'm just angry, you know? And she's on the same end. She's just so fed up with the dog. The dog keeps pushing her. And, and my wife, you know her. She's pretty chill. Yeah. Like, she's on edge. And I'm like, I wonder how many, like, marriages have, like, had, like, divorces or arguments because trying to house train. A puppy is so infuriating that at some point you just start taking it out on each other and it just puts a massive divide in your relationship. And and the thing, too, is like, I know it's a weird thing to think. I'm not thinking about getting no, a divorce, but, like, but you know problem, what I mean? The problem with some of those breeds are like, like, for instance, when my brother first got married, him and his wife loved beagles. They had to have one. Mm hmm. Beagles are kind of a pain to deal with as dogs. Like they're good dogs, but they're always getting into stuff. If you don't put away food, they will yep. eat until they die. Yep. Blah blah blah. Right. And even for like me, I was like really researching a dog I wanted to get, which truthfully was a husky <laughs> corgi mix. Okay. And it's like you know good for you know any kind of house, yep. like plays with everybody. But it's like it's still a corgi. They like to bark. Yes. So I was like, okay, we're going to have to wait a couple of years so I have like a house, a house to get like a dog like that. <laughs> Dude, it's it's funny because I remember when we first were picking this dog, it's a golden doodle. And uh, the breeder was just like, this one's like, they're they breeding like golden doodles and I think apricot poodle, poodles as well, kind of similar, right. right? But they had two different ones that were available that are female and one was, was uh, Miss DJ... DJ Strawberry Head. And they're like, well, it's really good. It's very smart. You can tell it has a very good temperament. In fact, it would make for a great service animal for people 
like we can tell like i guess they do some testings like this right. breeder was like super hardcore in the sense of like very loving caring like the way that they handled it which made us feel comfortable working with them should have just gone to the parking lot of cabela's in idaho oh my gosh okay <laughs> i didn't realize that was a thing oh yeah go ahead continue <laughs> oh now I, i'm gonna check the refund policy i might change things up all right real quick yeah, i no, didn't please. know it either when we were driving to montana i'm driving the second leg out of spokane we got to stop at cabela's okay because we got to get my buddy can't swim so we got to get you a pfd so you can jump in the lake, and we had to get some lures for our fishing poles. And as we're driving up, I mean, it's just over the state line, right? So it's like a coffee shop, and then this this road down to a Cabela's, and we're like, huh, look at that. There's somebody selling puppies on the side there. Oh, there's another family selling puppies. There was like five different groups of people selling puppies. I did not know this was a thing. I trust me. Charge a lot less than what we had to pay for ours. So then, when we're checking out, I said to the woman, "I go, is that normal or whatever?" She's like, "Like, looked at me like I was an idiot." She's like, "Well, they're not on our property anymore. It's fine." And I was like, "Yeah, I'm just. Is that normal?" Oh yeah, they show up every. Apparently, that's a thing. I guess like like Cabela's or Bass Pro Shops. If people will sell puppies, it's like someone is selling like random like berries on the street on the side of the road. We saw at least five. It might have been seven, but there was like groups of people. And I mean, one was like little German Shepherd puppies. One was like I don't know. It was golden. It was you could tell there was, but like I was like, holy crap, this is wild. So anyhow, That's you bought insane. it from you bought it from a reputable dealer. Yeah, we didn't we didn't get it from a, a box outside of Cabela's, but you know what? Maybe we should have. So we had and this, this is none of Cabela's fault, by the way. Cabela's is a great store. I love that place. They, 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 what are they going to do? I mean, I, they, I think that's why they were like, you can't sell them on the property. You got to at least get on the road. <laughs> you could be near us. We can't do anything about that. We understand why you. We understand that you're reaching our demographic, but yeah. And one more, quick, parking lot. one more quick thing as we're walking in, they're like, free hot dogs, chips, and sodas today, guys. I was just like, God damn it. I understand if you're a hunter or fisherman, how you lose a day at Cabela's now. You got free hot dogs. You got puppies out on the outside. <laughs> just pull up one of those chairs and just sit back and hang out with the homies. <laughs> like, I don't, it's an outdoor shop. Like, if me and you were sitting there with a case of uh, bush lattes, would anybody really care? They'd probably be like, oh, they're just testing out those uh, those lawn chairs. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and the new Yeti we bought. <laughs> and we're about to get ourselves a little German Shepherd. Right? <laughs> we're planning on it we came here for a yeti we left with a german shepherd <laughs> those guys split a case of beer they didn't buy a cooler they ate two hot dogs a piece and bought a puffy and i don't even think they should be driving oh but they gosh, <laughs> these guys are a mess but it's idaho we're used to it right super friendly though real nice guys <laughs> yeah you they didn't want to start any trouble they just wanted to have fun they in fact invited us to their airbnb it was very weird <laughs> right <laughs> every every like 40 minutes we just walk in and like ah let's look at this rod <laughs> starring the series of puppies of massive pain in the ass. There's nothing I can do about it. It bites everything. It, it pees everything. It, it bites my child. It, somehow it's found like some random like there's like stuffing underneath our dishwasher. I don't even know what the hell this is. I thought it was like stuffing from a stuffed animal, but I think it might be insulation. 
it's it is eating everything, man. Oh. This this puppy sucks. I I have said at least four times a day, I hate you. I hate you so much. But I love you because you're so damn adorable and you have the cutest puppy kisses. But you also suck as a pet. So right, so our buddy Joe has two of these golden doodles. Baxter, who he's had for years, who is still pretty crazy, but calm down as he got older. But they've had him on like some type of, I don't know if it's like a, I don't know if it's a CB, right, CBD or whatever. So he got the other one and he took him to the groomers and the groomers were like, hey, for next time, you might want to think about getting some kind of dog calming treat or whatever. After the second time, he goes back in there and they're like... Basically, like, let's rephrase that. If you don't dope up your dog before it comes in here, we're done with them. We can't, we can't groom it because it's too big and crazy. And I don't want that, man. We have Lulu. Poor Lulu's blind, has no teeth, and this dog keeps effing with her. And Lulu just snaps at her, but you know, she's just gumming her. She's not biting. And then the other one's just like, "Well, screw you. You're not hurting me." Gets back at her. It's just been. They're getting along. Don't get me wrong, but it's still hard. And it's hard for our poor child, who's four, almost four who doesn't understand that this dog is teething. You know, like, as an adult, like, when the dog's teething, you can find that sweet spot so they can kind of still, like, kind of bite on your finger, but they're not oh, really... right. Like, you know, the, yeah. you, you get the gum. Poor Tatum doesn't get that. So the dog, like, bites on her hand, and it hurts. Yeah, because sh- those sharp little pointy teeth. Oh, uh, now the dog, when it's, like, it likes to, like, lie on my lap and, like, bite on my strings on my sweatpants, but then also will nip the twig. The bird? The, they will. And then they realize like there's a little bit of a bump there. So now it's like going for it and it's pawing at it. So my wife comes home and I'm yelling at this. I'm like, stop biting my D. I like that you're just in there losing it. I don't know what else to do. How big is this dog now? Oh, it's tiny, man. It's still tiny. Okay. And so, like, I don't want to be the dog. Like, when I raised Lucy, I mean, I don't know. I'm sure breeders will roll their eyes. But at the time, I didn't know any better. And this is forever ago. And, you know, like, if dog peed in the house, spank it. You know, not yeah, hard, but right. like a tap just to let it know or yell at it like aggressive, like stop it, you know? Yeah. And Lucy was a real, you remember Lucy before she passed Super well-trained. Well-trained, loving, caring, could put around anything, wouldn't bite things, wouldn't poop. So like that was my style. Then when we had Lulu, I tried to do that because she pooped once in the bed and I was like, stop it. And my wife's like, I was really concerned for Lulu's well-being. And I'm like, I wasn't going to really hurt her. Yes, I, lo- I-, I look like I'm swinging for the fences, but when I get by it, it's just like a little, yeah. little just a little... Like that, like nothing hard, right? But, you know, it, it started, and then so I was like, okay. You, and, of course, Lulu is not bad, but, like, could be better. Yeah. But this dog, I just want to go ape ass on it because, like, I take it outside, it runs around, try and catch it. It's faster than me. And I'm like, I can't have dude. And I just want to be like, I want to train it like I did Lucy. And my wife's like, well, she's like, well, she's like, I don't know what to do. Like, I'm, I'm getting frustrated. Like, what would you do? I'm like, well, what I would do, you don't want me to do because I get it. And also, I don't want to do that in front of Tatum. I understand, like, you know, I don't want her to think it's okay to just, like, yell and scream and be physical in order to get things done. I, it's such a – it is a mind F. It is. Well, I will say, even when I was a kid, I remember we had that little, you know, Tigger, a little Scottish Terrier. We're like, yeah. We had to take him to obedience training. And I think that's what we're going to have to do. Yeah. I mean, we're going to give it like another week. Uh, we're trying to crate train it. We're trying to do a lot. Crate train it. And then a listener, thank you, was like, hey, I have a golden noodle. They're insane. Mine's four years old. It's still insane. But <laughs> yeah, so I'm probably not helping you telling these stories about Joe's uh, crazy dogs. But he did say one thing for crate training. There's an, uh, a stuffed animal that looks like a dog that has a heartbeat. 
All right. And also you can like have heating pads. All right. You put it in the crate and apparently it snuggles with it and it feels like it's it's it helps with separation anxiety. All and right. And they said their dog now loves the crate. So I after I heard that, I don't even know if they're like if it's true or not, I went on Amazon and I spent the 40 bucks. I'm like, babe, I ordered this, just so you know. That's and a good call. So she's like, oh, I heard about that too. I didn't think it was real. And I read all the reviews and people were like, I thought this was insane and stupid, but it actually works. It's like the, oh, I forget the name now, but what's the dinosaur every everybody's teething kid has? Barney? No, no, no. The one they chew on. I don't. Uh, Flintstones? No, I think Tatum had one. It's got a specific name, like Steffi or or. All right, somebody hearing this will will tweet us or something. Yeah. So the same thing. I'm sure it's like a toy like that, where it's just like, oh, you got a dog you're trying to, like, get this toy. Yeah. Oh, sorry, TED Talk. <laughs> <laughs> Went off the deep end. It did. Well, I got you all first. I don't know. Now I'm scared for, for the TED Talk. Last week was try something new. I wasn't talking. I didn't mean buy a puppy. <laughs> if today's TED Talk is love something you hate, I'm already doing it, TED. <laughs> Steve, see, the problem is you're putting in the time with that dog, but are you putting in the work? I don't think so. <laughs> he loves something you hate. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's uh, <laughs> good. Uh, consistency. <laughs> Try to stay consistent with whatever you're doing. So, Steve, for you, whatever method of training you pick, you have to stay consistent with it oh, so the say, dog understands. I was like, Steve, how about you consistently keep losing your mind? <laughs> you're right. Consistency is a good thing. And everything. Working out, training for sports. Right. Even your mind, right? Reading. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I mean, just routine. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you just got to be consistent about stuff. Right. And it could be something as simple as, like, where you get your coffee or yep. this or that or what time you get up. So, yeah. It, and it's not easy. What That's do- why you see the best sports teams in the world when they talk about, you know, what's Mike Tomlin's line that I love? Dion used yesterday. Our our standard is, this, you know, the standard is the standard. Right, right, right. Right. And just, right. That's what those teams, that's what they're building up to is to be that good, that consistently and with that kind of hard work. And I think you could use it in any aspect of your, your personal life. We do it even with our wrestling training. Like, you, we consistently do the same things pretty much every week to the point where, you know, and, and even like, you know, Darby Allen used to train where I train. And he's right. AEW. And he shared a story with all of us. Like, I, when I was tra- training, I used to get so mad at Buddy, Buddy Wayne, who was around at the time, no longer with us, but he was his trainer. He's like, I used to get so mad at him because I just felt like I was doing the same thing every week. I'm like, when am I going to learn the cool stuff? How yeah. come I have to keep doing this? How come I have to keep doing this? And it's like, it took until he now is an AEW and realizes that repetition created the muscle memory, uh, it created the fundamentals that are so solid that now he's like, I. that's what I preach to anyone who's coming into the world of wrestling is that repetition is so important. The consistency of doing those yep. same things. That way, when whenever you're in the middle of whatever it is, no matter how tired you are, your body knows how to do those things because you were consistent about it. Yeah, right. I mean, let's look at let's look at the Marine Corps, mm-hmm. right? You and I are very much meant for the Marines. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we wouldn't last a day. <laughs> First of all, it'd be like, do you guys know how old you are? <laughs> you can't keep your emotions in check with a puppy. Right. You think you can handle us? Right. Yeah, we should give you two live automatic weapons. Uh, but my point being, right, is like they got to tear those guys down. And then they're do- like, 
That's what sucks about boot camp. You're doing the same stuff over and over. They got to go to the range all the time, mm-hmm. right? Then you, what's the last thing they do? The crucible or whatever. You got to put the under so much stress yep. so that when they're in a real life or death situation, like a war zone or something, they, they don't have to think. Yeah. They just know where to move, know when to fire, know where to duck. And it's like, right, that's what that is. It's just building that consistency through them. I mean, look, right. You, what, what do we call it in sports? The zone. Yes. Like people talk about you're just in the zone. I'm sure you've done it in hockey before, where you're just like, I can't explain it. Nobody's getting a, a puck past me tonight. Yeah. I you mean, know what I mean? It's very rare, but it did happen from time to time. <laughs> I know. But, right. But it's just, you're zoned in. And that's just from that preparation and, and just the consistency of how you practice. And it sucks. But like Aaron Donald, you ever see him? Like last year when they were on hard knocks, that guy's doing the same simplest drills yep. every day. And what's he, like a 10-year veteran? Yeah, he has no need to. Right, he's done it all. He's paid his dues, but he realizes that's what got him there. Yeah, who was I? I remember when I was a kid, I used to try, try to take a certain amount of baseball swings off a tee every day because mm-hmm. I read what was it Jose Canseco or t- like they, like these major league hitters? Because for years, I remember our coach Prada. He was like, "Hey, look, we're gonna start use, using tees again," and we we're like. You know, we're 13. We, right. Why do we? Why do we want to go? Men. Like, can't we use like the pitching machine or whatever? And he's like, I saw the A's last night, and Mark McGuire and, and Conseco both were out there against the wall hitting off a tee before, like, at the beginning of their warmups. Interesting. Oh yeah. And it's just both that hand eye, huh? But just right, just to get sit so their swing when they're up there, you don't have to think about it. That's pretty cool. It is. Speaking <laughs> of sports. <laughs> Spanning the globe to bring you the constant Uh-oh. variety of sport, the thrill of victory, and the agony of defeat. This is the Ted Smith's Wide World of Sport. Brought to you by Smith Family Popcorn. Good people, great popcorn. You know, it's getting to be that time of year, too. What's that? Well, just, I mean, I, I know I'm going to sound old, but like, dude, it's October 11th. It'll be Halloween before we oh know it. Gosh. And then, like, November, like, I'm going to uh, F1. Like, I'm just like, it'll be Thanksgiving. Then before you know it, it'll be Christmas. So just not forget Tatum's birthday in between all of that. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm just like, I got to order some popcorn, but... Yeah, it's like, I don't know. Like, I, I always associate summertime and Christmas with eating a lot of popcorn. Uh, popcorn, we, we consume it almost every single night. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's awesome. It's the best snack. Yeah, I mean, sometimes I just go by, like, Cobb's shop, Cobb's popcorn, just to say, like, what's up to, like, you know, a couple of guys or whatever. They're always like, you want some popcorn? Like, yeah, I do. Yeah, of course I do. <laughs> I would have said hi to you guys if I didn't want popcorn. I know. could have just liked one of your pictures on Facebook. <laughs> uh, all right, let's see. Sounders clinched a playoff spot. Let's go. Saw the power rankings this morning. They're ninth. <laughs> hey, at least they're going into playoffs. They, they are. You know what? And after Anything last year, happened. Did you did you see all the stuff about UFOs on Saturday night? I did not. So the Sounders, it was like fan appreciation night or whatever. So they had a bunch of cool stuff going on, and they had this plane that had parachuters, but they were using like flares on their on their heels. So like people that didn't know and were in other parts of Seattle, there was a lot of like. UFOs, man. Planes don't move like that. It's like no skydivers with with sparks coming off their heels do, though. Man, people want there to be unidentified flying objects so bad. Look, I still think there is, like, that's what a UFO is. Right. Is there aliens? I don't know. I wouldn't be shocked by it. But you're you're right. People are obsessed with it. With any of that, like, unknown stuff, like, 
I remember a couple of times I've posted videos of Tatum in her room where you know, we have the baby cam. So it's something funny right, where she's moving around and does something funny. But because it's in the room, it's one of those like night vision cameras. It, if there's like anything dust that flies by, it, it picks up on the camera. Yeah. And people, anytime I post one that has like a little dust particle that orbs, maybe- Orbs, man. Yes. Mm-hmm. Did you see the orb? I can't believe you didn't even mention the fact there's an orb there, Migs. Holy crap, there's an orb. I'm like, I don't even know what the hell you, what, what are you, what are you smoking, man? Orbs, man. It's so crazy. So they clinched uh, Kraken. Look, they lost last night, but it's the first game. Over. The, 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 the Vegas Knights. I mean, I said to Steve when I came in, they go, did you watch them do their banner raise and in the slot machine? And He's like, yeah, I was like. Like, I'm not a Vegas fan, but that was awesome. That was so sick. The giant slot machine was cool. Have you seen the Vegas Golden Knights Stanley Cup Championship rings? No. Oh, my gosh, Ted. You have to do All yourself right. a favor. They're, they're Vegas. They're gaudy. They're over the uh, top. Every goal. championship ring is. But they got the logo on the top. It pops off the, right. the logo. It opens up. Opens up so you can have it as a pendant. That part. Ooh. And inside is the like above, above like a bird's eye view of the arena. That's dope. It's so freaking cool. Yeah, dude. So cracking, losing. Who cares? It's first game of the year. Did you see the referee that dropped the puck in the beginning of the game? No, because I actually, I was podcasting. I was doing the podcast. So I was glancing over. I was just like, the ceremony's cool. This was funny. He had the puck. I don't know if this is going to be a thing, but the referee had the puck. And before he dropped the puck, he decided to just like make an announcement for, because they're mic now. Yeah. So you heard it on TV. Gentlemen, welcome to the new NHL season. This should be electric. Okay. <laughs> Somebody told him to say that. He just said, like, let's, let's get ready to drop the puck. Drop the puck, dude. <laughs> I thought about that at the time. <laughs> cool birds like drop the puck. Drop the puck. That would have been great if, like, if uh, Eberly or whoever was taking the face of like, shut up and drop the puck. Because that even happened at the uh, Chicago versus Pittsburgh game. Connor Bedard, that new up, that new yeah. draft, the top draft pick, he's supposed to be an upcoming star. Sidney Crosby was taking the face off against him. And the ref decided, like, like, give words of encouragement to Connor Bedard right, at the, right before he dropped the puck. Hey, Sid, welcome back for another season. Connor, welcome to the NHL, man. Okay, guys, it's showtime. I mean, also, maybe they've just been saying stuff to the guys and we didn't hear it. You know, you're absolutely right. Because, I mean, I don't think that's that. That one, that one seems more normal than being like, it's electric. Yeah, here, dude, real quick. Just, I mean, I'm sure you can look at it later. There's the Vegas Stanley Cup ring. Yeah, that's dope. Right. All right, so they're in there. Hawks are playing Sunday. You're at Cincinnati. I think the Hawks should win that game. Dude. The Lions keep winning, so again, that's a good win for us. But the most important thing this weekend. Yes. College game days in town. The biggest college football game of the, of the weekend, arguably of the year so far. Uh, the Huskies hosting the Oregon Ducks, number eight versus number seven. Husky fans, go out there and make that stadium loud. I want you banging your feet. Like, just I was there for the cow game, sitting on the upper deck. It's so much fun. You ever, you ever done that? Yes. Yeah, just. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I love, love it. it. Yeah, have you stadium's ever, rocking. Ha, have you ever been under that when you hear, like, the, the, like, yeah. a, like a concession stand? I, like, hate to, I hate to be this person. That was the first time I sat that high at Husky Stadium. Oh, was it? Yeah. That's but awesome. There was also a lot of years I would tailgate and just never go into a game. I was going to say, most of the time you don't even go to the game. <laughs> yeah. But that is such a crazy sound and feeling when you hear oh. like the entire place just banging their feet on the floor. And Oregon only had one tough road game at Texas Tech, and they barely won. Washington is is head and shoulders better team than Texas Tech. Now, Oregon's good, but and it was early in the year. But I'm saying, like, get that stadium rocking and rolling and harass, you know, 
harass them. They had like three or four false starts at Texas Tech. Like, yeah. if the Husky fans just do your part, and it's a massive game. I, I'm not going to be there. I got to be doing something else. And last, <laughs> here's how big the game this is. Maryland is also playing at 12:30 that day on NBC. The dogs are on ABC. I went through just to double check that my uh, Xfinity Live app is still working. Oh, because <laughs> I'm going to be somewhere. It's like it's like my buddy's kid's birthday. So I'm like, I'm not positive it's going to be football on, but I'm like, I've got to watch some of that Husky game. Yeah, you don't want to miss that. <laughs> yeah, Maryland's playing Illinois. Like, dope. It's on TV, but like, you can live without that one. Yeah, I can. I could check the updates on that one. I wonder if there'll be any Cougar fans at the game. I know it's granted at the Huskies at game, game day. At game day, I. I think there will be. And do you think, wouldn't it be amazing if someone, I don't know if someone was thinking about this, but you know, obviously the Cougar fans are not happy with Pat McAfee after everything that he there, did. And you saw last week the Cougars brought uh, some of their flags and stuff down or to Ohio State. And Leinert, who's on that show, there's a great picture of him waving the Coog fly. Oh, awesome. I was hoping someone had like a Coog colored base sign that says, like, screw you, Pat McAfee, or something like that. They, I mean, you know, look, I'll be honest with you. Some of you Kooks fans have been annoying the crap out of me because it's not all Washington's fault. Right. With that said, it might be kind of cool if a bunch of Cougar fans showed up with some signs. And I like Pat McAfee. I, I like just, McAfee, too. That, yeah. I get where he was coming from, but that, I'm like, ah, Pat, I like those Kooks people, man. And they... And that flag, Old Crimson, has been a part of game day. It's historic. For, for what, a decade? Yep. Decade and a half? If not more. If not more. I feel like as long as I've been watching college game day, that flag has been there. But I think also sometimes sports people need to like pump the brakes and not take him so serious. He's a guy who loves wrestling. And I think a lot of his persona, if you even watch his show or listen to his podcast, like whatever it is, there are times where he goes full Pat McAfee, WWE promo vibe. Oh, and, yeah. And I think he was kind of on that rant, was kind of being that way. He's kind of being a heel. I, I get why Cougar fans are very sensitive, but also, hey, take a joke. He's not, it's not the end of the world if Pat McAfee wants you guys to leave him alone or leave everybody alone. Like, at the end of the day, who cares? And I know. And yesterday, all the you know, Cougar fans were like, oh, Washington killed the Apple Cup. It's like, well, listen, Washington's joining a different conference. First of all, Cougs fans, you should be more than upset with the Pac 12 commissioners. And what the Pac-12 has done to you. I don't blame you for that. But a lot of the venom at Washington, and I get it, Washington's involved in lawsuit, but like, yeah, just like, I don't know, man. Like, Washington was, you could still play the Apple Cup. You probably have to play it earlier in the year. Like, yeah. they're going to be in the Big Ten. You only get so many home out-of-conference games. Yeah. So it's like, that's the, you know what I mean? Like, that. I still think they should play, but it's like, yeah, it's going to be a little bit tougher. And it depends on what conference the Cougs end up in. If they end up in the Big 12, there's no the Apple Cup can still happen every year. Yep. Because it's two power conferences. Now the end I'm in the Mountain West, that's gonna be tougher for them to schedule you every year. And look, this has happened before, right? Like I thought it was a travesty for a few years there where Texas didn't play Texas AM or or we lost Nebraska, Colorado when they changed it. So I mean, it's not the first time it's happened. And if they ever do have the game again, just think of how crazier it's gonna be because it doesn't happen every year. And honestly. Like, as somebody, it's like, I think I'd rather go visit the Palouse in early September than the end of November. You and me both. Right. You want to drive that pass? I bet the Palouse is lovely that time of year. Beautiful. The weather's nice. <laughs> I know we got to get out of here, yeah. but uh, as always, it's a lot of fun. Go Seahawks. Go crack, Hawks. Crack and play again tomorrow, uh, Thursday night against Smashville, Nashville Predators. So, uh, home opener is next Tuesday. Oh, nice. I think Danny and I are talking about either going Tuesday or Thursday. They have they have home games on Tuesday and Thursday. 
we're going to base it on how cheap the tickets get the day of. Huh. All right. Yeah. It's not a bad call. Yeah. Well, let us know if you want to join in on this uh, late minute decision thing that we do. <laughs> I will. I'll, I'll text you Thursday night. <laughs> okay. Sounds like a plan. Hey, are you going at 645? We're there already, Ted. I think we're going to probably do it. Home opener. Tickets, Mike, right now they're like a hundred and some dollars a ticket, which isn't that terrible. Yeah. But the whole, the Thursday night game's already cheaper than that. because, And it's also against like Carolina. Like there's... Typically not a ton of Carolina hockey fans showing up to jack no. the price of that ticket. So I think it's like Columbus, Carolina, those kind of games. You usually can get the ticket for a pretty decent price on a weeknight. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Go All Kraken. Right. Go Huskies. Go Seahawks. Go ho- Yeah. Come on. Huskies. Beat those damn ducks. That's one thing Cougs and, and dogs can still agree on. F the ducks. Yeah. And go DJ Strawberry Head, please. <laughs> Please, will you freaking listen? Because I, mean, I, I know what's going to happen, Ted. I'm going to get home, and I'm going to sit in my garage and say, am I ready for this? And 20 minutes will go by, and then I'll finally be like, I bet my wife thinks it's weird I haven't come into the house yet. Sad. You should just stop and get a black coffee at Starbucks and sit in that parking lot. I am stopping to get a coffee, yes. <laughs> uh, all right, we'll be back next week. Yeah, we will. Yeah. I think, right? I mean, I'll be here. All right, I'll be here, too.